You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop, Sam Claiborne, hey, everybody, and Tina Amini. What's up? And we've got a great show for you this week. Uh, it's a little bit of a slow news week, but when that happens, we know we can always rely on our listeners to send us interesting emails to talk about. Hey, listeners? Not yet. Oh. Hold it. Save okay. It, save okay. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> they email us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like you can. And we've got lots of good topics to talk about today. Uh, let's, let's just jump right into it. Let's okay. check in with the listeners. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 hey, listeners. Hey, listeners. <laughs> you messed it all up, man. You ruined it. This is Kevin in Cleveland. Mm. Okay, I can guess his game. <laughs> it's Donkey Kong Country 2. No, we're not there. You're, you're jumping ahead. Diddy's Kong <clears throat> Quest. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have a hard out at Diddy's, 1234? Not Diddy Kong's Seriously. Quest. Yeah. Diddy's Conquest. Right. Frequently. It works on two levels yeah. with Conquest I, and. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever put that together until just now, actually. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Tails' real yeah. name is Miles Per Hour? I did know that. Mm-hmm. Miles. Tails. Makes sense. Miles Per Hour. Per hour. The Hard yeah. Times just was talking about that today. No way. Yeah. What did they say? They said uh, they had a new graph of disturbingly, like, how many few people are aware of that. Poem. Okay. And that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. <laughs> Kevin in Cleveland. <laughs> We'll stop, we'll stop. Right, send to say, hi guys, love the show. If we were to have a video game character, Mount Rushmore, mm. who would you pick to be on it? I would have to go with Mario, Link, Donkey Kong, and Pac-Man. Too much Nintendo. Yeah. All right, so first of all, he's got three Nintendo characters. Two of them are both in the same universe there, Mario and Donkey Kong. And Pac-Man would look pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, how would you do that? That sort of 
You'd have to It'd take, have to be an angle it, for one I mean, thing. Yes, if it was head on, would cool. wouldn't Pac-Man look weird head on? I don't yeah, know. Just and I don't you. know. I don't think anyone's ever looked at, like Adam with his mouth open facing you. Mm. We got Pac-Man back here, so I yeah. think sideways the side of the mountain. Yeah, would be easiest mm. to sculpt though. Mm-hmm. That would be the easiest. I could do that. Yeah, take the easy hand. I could do that and Tetris pieces. Beyond that, I don't but know if I which could do any pieces? Other pieces. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I, you, clearly the L. So, the iconic. Yeah, because then it would just be like yeah. a line. Yeah. One little block. The square. Like, what is that? Well, again, easier for me to carve. You can get the shitty Z out of there. <laughs> Worst Tetris piece. Yeah. Um, the Z, doesn't Z come in two flavors? Isn't it like. Well, one's an S. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, outside right, so of Nintendo. To, so to help us out, I, I, I looked this up because I, I didn't know this. <clears throat> the four presidents that were chosen mm-hmm. uh, for Mount Rushmore, they were chosen to represent specific themes. Oh. Uh, for I didn't know that either. Birth, growth, development, and preservation. So cool. I think it's George Washington Ooh. for birth, Andrew Jackson for growth, uh, Teddy Roosevelt for development, and Abraham Lincoln for preservation. That's really fascinating. So, so what a fun way to theme mm-hmm. the video. Yeah. So it can't just be like the four most popular. Yeah. So if we're going for someone to uh, represent birth, a pong, th- pong pad. Pong, yeah. Well, I was no, it's, say. Just a, it's just to keep it simple, just a little circle. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I think Mario might be a good pick for that. I realize you should be there's gross. a good chunk of video game history before Mario, but everything's so abstract. Yeah, it's got to be like a space invader. There's like a distinct Maybe space invader. There's a distinct lack of mothers in, especially Nintendo games. Like Link's like never has a mother. It's like always has an uncle or whatever. Well, you father. need some kind of motivation. So like, <laughs> what about if we chose? Yeah, like what's the actual like good mother from from video games? Grand, Grandma Link is pretty great in uh, yeah. Wind Waker. Grandma Link. <laughs> She's great. Grandma. I'm trying to think of a, a well, that's video game mom. That's what's wrong. With video games, is that and we no all moms. have great moms we in our lives. We don't appreciate our moms. But not they're not moms, in video games, Not right? enough moms in video games. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's true. Is there a mom in Earthbound? Or is there... There's Mother Brain. There's Mother Brain. <laughs> well, it's just called Mother. That's, <laughs> That's the name true. of Earthbound. Fair That's point. true. Wow, you're right. Did you just subconsciously make that happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a really, you have That's a really, like a Freudian thing. You got mom in the back of your mind because you're thinking of Earthbound. Yeah. But mother, but Earthbound does. It is a notable RPG where you have parents and they're just like, okay, see you later. And no, you just go on an adventure. You have a mom. Yeah. The dad yeah. Is, uh, yeah. is always calling you on the phone and it's really sad. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, true. that's a good mom. Uh, your mom in Pokemon. Yeah. That's a good one too. And then Chrono, there, Chrono has a mom, right? I don't yeah, know. She says, good morning, Chrono. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. That's your mom saying that? Yeah. Um, you don't ever see it. What are you, you going to carve into? Could you just carve good morning, Chrono? Into- oh, uh, what about the StarCraft uh, queen? Yeah, the Zerg queen. Zerg queen. Mm-hmm. There we go. Got it. You need to birth. have... You Zerg need queen. To have, <laughs> you need to have somebody before Mario for birth. I think. I think, yeah, I think Sam is taking birth a little bit too literally. Uh, well, let's leave. <laughs> birth of video games is where it should be. Yeah. See, you think... What were they? They were birth, growth, development? Birth, growth, development, preservation. Hmm. I don't know. I lean a little bit towards Mario for birth, but I understand why. I think birth should be a space birth. invader then. then yeah, I, that, that's in it, probably not that's a That's like good iconic and yeah. recognizable and they're cute. Yeah. One's they're a squid. Cute. Yep. Would you want Mario for growth then? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of Because of the mushroom? The... <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, you know what? It has to be Mario with a mushroom. Yeah. There you go. So, so we can do the double hit there. Uh-huh. No, I was, only because he obviously is the most mainstream recognizable character. So that's growth, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so another option I was considering. If you had started with Mario, I considered Lara Croft for growth. Yeah. Since uh, she's probably the first very prominent female video game character and she came in the 90s. PlayStation when video games were really growing up and the audience was broadening. If you want to take it earlier, the biggest growth in games before consoles would have been arcades and Miss mm-hmm. Pac-Man was the biggest one. Miss Pac-Man's a good candidate. That's true. Pac-Man's actually a decent candidate for birth. That's true. Yeah. 
But Space Invaders was really big before Pac-Man. Yeah. What about yeah, development? Yeah. Development. Yeah. Is that like a tricky a- one? It, I thought maybe Pikachu. So in the context of America, it was someone that like developed America with like infrastructure and blah blah blah. Yeah. Like I don't know, like maybe an online game, That's like some sort one. of some mm. sort of online multiplayer icon. Master Chief for Xbox. I Live. thought about Master Chief maybe. Yeah. Well, I would also what about the think first of, 3D game? That was yeah. Yeah, I would think of development as some th- something a little bit more innovative, like who really pushed through a new era. Um, mm. So, an on- online infrastructure stuff would make sense. Master Chief. Gladys. How do you, what what character do you pick from Fortnite? I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's completely valid. Yeah, or the Minecraft, right? Because it's actually about oh. developing things in a game. Yeah, and it's yeah. about development. <laughs> Minecraft, and Minecraft. Minecraft is a pretty yeah. good idea. Minecraft is a pretty good one. Who is it? Steve. Steve. Great. Also, yeah. it works for the theme of building. I think that's better. Creeper's good. Yeah. I think a creeper's good. And it'd be cool. It's just a pickaxe. Maybe we can yes. cheat. Does that count? <laughs> no, no, no. Here's what we do. We cheat Minecraft in by just making the Mount, the video game Mount Rushmore like a Minecraft. Yeah, you can do mm-hmm. whatever you want. The pickaxe is on top of all of the yeah. characters. We cheated yeah. in yeah. fifth character. There you go. If you... If you make the Minecraft creeper or something, and then like the cave in the mouth has to have like a really cool thing in it. Yeah, the, the creeper cool only straight. comes out. You can only see it at night. <laughs> That's good. It just it's switches. Like paint, it's just a painting, neon painting kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, <laughs> That's pretty good. What's the last one? Preservation. So yeah, it should probably just be Frank Cifaldi. Frank Cifaldi. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Frank. Love you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean in the context of America? That was someone that cared about. Uh, who was trying to hold America the, the heritage of yeah. games. So like, yeah, that's interesting. It's like the or, console wars are the exact opposite. Of yeah. Them. <laughs> but it's yeah, almost someone like well, Nintendo. We've talked about this on scoop before. It strikes a really good balance between like old and new, right? Like, you know, they balance like Mario Odyssey, then with like Mario maker, like mm-hmm. there and like actually links awakening remake is a good example of like them hearkening back to their roots while still contextualizing it for 2019. And like, they're the company doing a much better job than anybody else. In my opinion of like embracing the past while also well, pushing the medium forward. What if it was like Miyamoto? Mm. Well, so I, I thought about this in multiple ways. Like, would it be video game characters or would it be video game creators, which is a whole other conversation? There's, there are no rules. Well, there need to be rules. The Cleveland fellow asked about video game characters, but we yeah. can talk about We could talk about too. developers. Should, should we do it? No. Well, we got, <laughs> let's pick the preservation. <laughs> yeah. Were there any like ecologically like, yeah. interesting games or like things that like That's what I was you thinking, think of, like Echo the Dolphin that like, e. you know. We put Echo the Dolphin on there. E.T. E. has a dolphin head. Face. Well, E.T. has a weird preservation story. That's actually really interesting because that's about like destroying games and then resurrecting and then re- them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what's that game with the eco-terrorists? Uh, I mean, Final Fantasy Captain Seven Planet. Cloud is Captain trying. Planet 2. Mm. No, no, no. <laughs> you, yeah. I was going to suggest Cloud. Cloud. Um, know, Cloud for preservation because that's the whole plot of that game is they're destroying the planet. And also it's- What happens know, in the end? Relevant with I've the remake. Heard, I've never played it. I don't remember. Try to trap um, you guys into a spoiler <laughs> there. <laughs> Uh, he's also like a very endearing, very popular character that they're, you know, still being yeah. remade and still relevant today. Mm. Persevere. Yeah, I would say it, had, it has to be a character that's sustained through many years and is still relevant. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good candidate. Yeah, Cloud. sorry, Sonic. Just, it's just four Mario. No. Well, let's just choose Sonic because Sonic's just great and all his games are great, and we should respect Sonic. They're all ten out. Of let's 10. just choose Sonic for no reason. They're all off the charts. Sonic off just comes charts. rolling in every so often. We've just managed to cheat in two new characters. Mm. I kind of want to see this as an animation now yeah. based on all of the weird like little Someone things. Someone please do this. We could do that as like a video wall in our office. Okay. 
where it's like an animated kind of like thing. Yeah. It's like, well, what, a piece being built? A video game Mount Rushmore being built? Yeah, but we commissioned it as like an art piece that's like video. We'll spare no expense. Dude, <laughs> I spent, when I ran Features, we spent a tremendous amount of time, you know, planning and organizing a video game yearbook that then just never, like we got it like half made <laughs> and then we just never published it. Was it, game scoop. it was going to have a whole like video game high school and some people were going to be faculty and some were students. Like I had many, yeah. many planning meetings. Was Brian Altano involved? Yeah, heavily. Should bring that back. Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I still have it. I'll but time it for like May when school's getting out. That was the whole entire, I'll dig through the archives and see what I can find. Mm. Is it all about outdated games? Now? Oh yeah, yeah. It's all. Like this it. is exactly how all our brainstorming sessions go. Yep. Content in in the makes right now. Mm-hmm. So I think we've got some interesting candidates. I don't think we've finalized our our plan for Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we've we, got some, we, we have a good couple candidates for each one. I like what we landed. What did we say? We said uh, space, space invader, invader for Mar- birth. Mario for growth. Mario mm-hmm. for growth. Then we said master. Did we land on Master oh. Chief for? Uh, for development? For development. We didn't pick development. But, uh, I mean, well, I guess, Master Chief's uh, a pretty good candidate, I think. Yeah. But he's representing online multiplayer in this context. Sure. And yeah. then we're going to cheat in Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just well, adding was, it? Well, it's going to be the mountain. The mountain <laughs> is Minecraft. Oh, okay. Well, I think that was development. Yeah. We were going to sort of double up. Yeah. And, and then, then uh, cloud for oh, that's right. preservation. Yeah. Sure. There you go. I think that's pretty good. Is. That's our Mount Rushmore. Pretty good. Oh, and then Sonic rolls through every so often. Yeah. He just rolls by. And then a creeper at night. <laughs> that's the full thing. All right, we'll get right on. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. One in five Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Its tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I have a trip to Mexico coming up, so I've been using Babbel to brush up on my Spanish. The courses are short and sweet, so I can do one whenever I have a few minutes to spare. And the words and phrases it teaches you are designed for practical, real-world use, like ordering at a restaurant or asking for directions. Babbel can even provide you feedback on your pronunciation with its speech recognition tech. And it's not just for Spanish. Babbel includes 14 different language courses, each backed by a 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for Scoop Nation. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, only for our listeners, at babbel.com gamescoop. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com gamescoop, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com gamescoop. Rules and restrictions may apply. That. Uh, <laughs> was that, um, oh gosh, uh, was it a bike? 
No, it was, was it RC Prime. It was Superman. They, no way with the little squat Superman. On NES, yeah. I hate that game. They drive me insane because I recognize them all, but I can't like I can never peg them. Well, I never played that Superman game. Oof. And the music, most of the music in it is really bad. That was one of the better tracks. <laughs> uh, this is Jordan from Kitchener, Ontario. Hey, Jordan. He says, with new Pokemon games around the corner and their recent hardware announcements, the Switch Lite, I think it's safe to say Nintendo is going to be selling a lot more Switches over the next few months. This has got me thinking, what do you all think are the best system sellers in the history of gaming? Dude. System seller. So something that you buy a system just to play this game. I love the time in which I did have to wait to buy the system. Like now we kind of have to get them for work, like right at launch. Mm. Um, Well, you don't have to, but we should. And then like there were, there was a time though where I was like, I'm not going to buy the Xbox 360 right now. There's no games I want to play. Like I don't want to play Perfect Dark or Cameo. So when did I choose to? You mean you don't want to play Perfect Dark? Perfect Dark Zero. Oh, Perfect Dark Zero. Yeah. That's what it was, Xbox 360. It was such a great feeling to wait and buy a console and then just get yeah, like a dozen catalog. amazing games yeah. that like yeah. you were jealous when you read magazines <laughs> you didn't get to play. No, the ultimate system seller is obviously Mario 64. One well, of the, I don't but that was a launch game. Yeah. That's what I mean. Which people would play. It sold the system. But I don't think it's more. It didn't sell any systems. Yeah, it's not more. It carried the N64 on its shoulders for like a year. That Hold on. You had that and Mario Kart and Shadows of the Empire. And that was it. Turn off his mic. <laughs> we don't know how to do that. It's not just start pulling out. Cables. It's not more of a system seller than Super Mario Brothers was. Like everyone I, bought an, an, an NES just to play Super Mario Brothers. Why are we arguing about this? I thought we were going to talk about it for each system. Yeah. So NES, it's got to be Super Mario Brothers, right? It's like clearly not, Duck Hunt. That was the second highest selling game. Oh, nice. I, I was kind of joking, true. but everyone I just I don't that believe game. that. We I looked. We did it. research for I mean, the show. Obviously, because I, now you're letting us. Duck Hunt <laughs> is the. It's sold better than Super Mario Brothers three. One, Super Mario Brothers 1. Two, Duck Hunt. Three, Super Mario Brothers 2. Didn't everybody Everyone have, loved Duck Hunt. Did your NES, my NES was Mario and Duck Hunt on one cart. Yeah, that's the problem, mm. Damon, is that it came with every single NES. How could you sell more than that? <laughs> right, Back-end well, games make a big difference here. Are you, <laughs> what fair, are you, are you fact-checking me? <laughs> I was trying to, but uh, this uh, computer is not working. Do you need me to push you should have sent him the link. No, you don't need to push any sounds. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, but I think for the time being, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Duck Hunt is the I'll, second I'll best-selling mine. NES game of all time. Ouch! <laughs> He's confirming for you. Yeah, I, that's I'll a reliable show. source. However, I, I did want to say that there's, there's systems where the, the best-selling games came a little bit later, and DS is a really good example of that. Like, mm. I think the things that sold DSs to like people I know were Brain Age and Nintendogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but New Super Mario Brothers is the best-selling game on that system. But that's like, good point. I wouldn't yeah. buy that system for New Super Mario Brothers, and I, think, I wouldn't at the time either. For me, I don't know if this like holds up statistically, but like for my heart, like Final Fantasy VII on the PS One, I'm like, I have to have one. I have to get this console. I that's have to why play I think, this role. Yeah. Playing game. That was my guess for for PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm just going to write it on a notepad <laughs> on my phone and just show. See, Damon, you can edit Wikipedia. Yeah, that's true. Uh, for Super Nintendo, was it Super Mario World? Mm. Obviously. Yeah. Right. But no. Also, but I don't. That's a no brainer now. So Super Mario World, like, yeah, when I saw that, I wanted a Super Nintendo, but I I didn't get one at the time. And then Donkey Kong Country was that's, one that, that was a, really that was a late it. life Donkey Kong seller. So at the time, like now, with the benefit of hindsight. Link to the Past, Super Mario World, two of the greatest games of all time, mm. still hold up incredibly well. But at the time, they felt like, like Link to the Past just felt like, you know, sort of a fancier Zelda 1, and Super Mario World felt like a fancier Mario 3. It's, Sam is now showing me evidence. I believe it. It's just, I... Did you click on the source I believe material? it. I'm just surprised. I'm just disappointed. That Duck Hunt's <laughs> the second best-selling NES game. I just can't I think, believe it. I think... In the contemporary era for the '90s, I think the I think system sellers for the for the Super Nintendo were like Star Fox. 
Really? Like it was jaw dropping. It was amazing. Like the Genesis couldn't do, do that. that. Yeah. That's true. I remember going to a friend's house and being like, what the, like I had a Genesis <laughs> and like, couldn't believe what I was seeing. Well, for Duck Hunt, I guess it's a similar case for the Wii where people mm. like the party element of it, I guess, like having some kind of peripheral engaging with it in sort of a tangible and digital way. Yeah. So that, that was the appeal for that. I don't know. I only like, like my, families played that game. My experience growing up was the NES came with, you know, two zappers and Duck Hunt and Mario. And I think that was pretty common. Yeah. That was my system too. Um, I think you're right, Justin, about uh, Link to the Past. Like when we read old EGMs from the time, yeah. they're just kind of covering new Zelda game. Yep, like they're calling it Zelda Three, and they're just they're not they're not treating it like it's uh, one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah, um, Sega Genesis, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, it came no out like, question. Yeah. And it was like two years. The Genesis existed two years before yeah. Sonic. Yeah, and it did have sports games that people ended up liking a yeah. lot, and that was like a sports system. But man, yeah, Sonic. It was the only reason to own that system for a little while. And I do agree with Justin that Mario 64 was the system seller for Nintendo 64. Yeah. Um, PlayStation, I, it's probably either Final Fantasy VII or Gran Turismo. I think Gran Turismo was So a, Gran Turismo was the number one selling game. I, I just, I was, I'm in disbelief. I mean, I know well, it's I just, not, not as big in the United States. But. I had friends that I wouldn't Classify as gamers at all, but they bought a PlayStation just Gran Turismo and like played it all semester long. And Seriously? Yeah. Then there was uh, GTA 3 a little later. GTA 3 was uh, PlayStation 2. 2, yeah. Oh. That, that was the that system seller. Absolutely for was the PlayStation system seller 2. for PlayStation 2. Yeah. Uh, wasn't Fantavision? <clears throat> no, it wasn't Fantavision. <laughs> what about GameCube, though? Was there one? Super Monkey did, Ball. Did system sell? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not a hugely successful system. So Burnout? <laughs> but that Tony was like Hawk a, Pro Skater? You'd, you could play those anywhere. Yeah, Let's fair. see. I mean, Sunshine and Wind Waker were not like the heights of popularity. I know? mean... The original Super Smash Brothers on the N64 oh, was yeah, not that much of a phenomenon. Like, Melee was the one that I think really, Melee, really right. broke through. Mm-hmm. Melee was on GameCube. Yeah, yeah Melee, right. I think yeah, I'd even place that above Double Dash. Yeah. Yeah, I think Melee. I, I actually do remember I got my GameCube when Melee came out. Same. And I carried it home in the store with its little handle. <laughs> as, you, as you should. Wasn't it in a box? No, I just, I just like, you guys can keep the box. <laughs> box. It has its own handle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on the DS, I agree with Sam about Brain Age and Nintendo Dogs. I think that sold a lot of systems. Yeah, yeah. Right, in the way, right off. Um, on the Wii was obviously Wii Sports. I think. Mm-hmm. Gosh, what a phenomenon that yeah. was! And it came with it, of course. It's the pack in, but you bought companies it. Companies are so lucky that. if if their system seller is their t- pack in title. Yeah, like that's a that's. Remember how like for a little while? Well, I mean, it's still like this. Games don't come with consoles right now. But like, if they what? did, games don't come with wait. consoles. Yeah, consoles pa- don't come pack-ins. with games. Yeah. 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 Sorry, sure. We get well, it. I mean, we get it. Thing. Yeah. Pack-ins aren't really a thing anymore, but they're so standard. And it, it, sometimes it would be the flagship title. So I don't know. Like, there's something to be well, said about Wii Sports being packed in with Wii. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty common for there to be a bundle nowadays, like mm-hmm. by a PlayStation 4 with Spider-Man. But it's, it's not like... It's not, not quite the same. Yeah. Not quite the same thing. Yeah, like Super Mario Brothers like, came... Once it, that's, it wasn't the original pack-in for the NES. The Gyromite was. But uh, when, Super, when it started, they started including their like, number one game, like, obviously the Nintendo blew up. Yeah. On the original Xbox, Halo. Halo. Yeah. Halo, right. And that wasn't a launch game, right? I don't think it was right at launch, but mm. shortly after. Halo 1, I don't actually know. But then, you know, then you had Halo 2. With I think Xbox it was. Live. I think Combat Evolved was a launch. Again, I'm like biased in my own personal Research. history. Yeah. But I didn't care about the OG Xbox until Halo 2 and Xbox Live. Then I'm like, I got to get in on this. And that's yeah. when I think that console, I mean, it never did, never was a huge success, but that's what sort of pulled it out of the console war doldrums. All right, so Halo CE came out November 15th, 2001, which sounds so early to me. Mm. And then Ooh. Xbox launch date is 
you guys can just keep talking instead of waiting for me. Well, that brings us to the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, and that's a little bit November tough. 15th, 2001. Yeah, launch day. So it's really cool. So that, that's like yeah. a good system seller then. Packed it in. I, I don't know what it would be for 360 or PS3. But they didn't pack it in though. Oh, um, for, for anything, 360? Anything sports games. Madden, and whatever Madden was out that year. Those were big. Yeah. yeah. I think for, three, Call of Duty. for 360, and again, I'm just speaking for myself, the reason I felt like I had to own one was because of Xbox Live. That's like, true. It was the first console where you booted into like a dashboard instead of it just being a thing that you, you know, plugged games into and every game had a demo, as I've talked about before, and just that Xbox Live arcade experience being baked in and like downloading games onto a hard drive. Like consoles, that was pretty pretty crazy and revolutionary it, netflix's party mode yeah eventually later yeah. yeah it's kind of a cheat but halo 3 was a really big deal yep. and then that's uh, true and then honestly gears i think sold a lot of systems at the mm. time like that was just like a big deal i'd say like madden fifa call of duty mm-hmm. halo just in general for there's the such xbox different line. eras for xbox right like it, yeah. it just seemed to last a long time like i know oblivion brought a bunch of people into xbox but that's like, a good one i too. waited even past fable that also and fable yeah that's when i got my three shots when oblivion came out and PS3 Oblivion, had yeah. more unique stuff, though, because it had, like, the RPG legacy for it. Yeah. I mean, the PS2 and PS3 early library consoles, right, were, mm-hmm. like, it, it, there was, I don't feel like there was, like, one tipping point game, but instead it's just, like, oh, there's, like, 20 games on here I got to play. I remember in The Office, Uncharted 2 made people that only played Xbox play PlayStation. Yeah, and like I, even the first Uncharted was really impressive. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. at the time thinking, this game is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yep, still is. The game I got with my Xbox 360, though, was Rainbow Six Vegas. Ooh. Mm. Play online. Good question, Jordan from Kitchener, Ontario. Well, what about PlayStation 4 and Xbox One? Yeah. I mean, I think we're a little, I mean, do you have one? Too premature? Yeah. Oh. I, I was we'll avoiding current gen, but. If yeah, got, no, that's fair. I, I mean, like, the, I would probably stick with the developers, so like Naughty I just, Dog. Which I just got the them transfer. both at launch. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. And they're like, wasn't <laughs> Resogun so, is what I played yeah. with my PS4 at launch. <laughs> I really like Contrast. There wasn't anything great yeah, on the lineup, yeah. though. Yeah, that's true. Moving on. Jackal? Turtles? Um, oh, yeah, it does sound like Konami, though. I want to say it's a, a... Well, it's either Alien 3 or Adventures of Biobilly. <laughs> it's Biobilly, because <laughs> I, I don't know Alien 3, yeah. And that's Konami. That is Konami. Slash, it. <laughs> slash Ultra. Uh, this is Laura in Phoenix, Arizona. Do you know Laura, Sam? No, okay. but, uh, well, yeah, I haven't been to Phoenix in a while, so I'll say hi next time. <laughs> Laura says, I just heard that there is a class action lawsuit regarding the drifting of the Switch controllers. I got a Switch last year, based largely on, on you guys swearing by it so much, and just had to replace the controllers because the drift got so bad for both control sticks. Have you guys had drift issues? Do you think that Nintendo manufactures these things with known flaws? I've never had an issue with my Xbox controllers. Mm. The known flaw, that's a two-part question. Mm. I, I have not had any joy part, Joy-Con drift. Mm. I've played my Switch, you know, I don't know how many hundreds of hours. I suppose I could look. It keeps a log. Yeah, like, you true. know, a lot. Mm. And no, I've been Your lucky. saddest stat? <laughs> <laughs> I've been lucky enough to avoid it. I haven't had any issues with my Joy-Con. What was the launch day issue? I forget what it was. That One was wasn't registering. Not, not connecting or disconnecting. Yeah, it wasn't connecting. Yeah, or disconnecting. Uh, the Bluetooth yeah. or whatever. And I, I thought that that was like drift-related because I've played uh, ones in the office where it's like, 
you know, it, it gets stuck it, on an input or something. Exactly. It gets stuck on the input and that's like almost like a line of sight thing. It's usually when we like shift, there's a lot of like weird signals and stuff in this office. You know, I, I don't yeah. know what causes it, but sometimes we're on the couch in front of the TV. We have like one like play area TV and that's where I've noticed like we've had to like move stuff or like get out of the way of, of those. And that's what I thought drift was hmm. until I looked into it. And to answer the second part of that question, uh, Nintendo, uh, would not be culpable in manufacturing something with a flaw except for one little thing. And that's that this is a stock part. It's uh, the analog stick is in basically everything with an analog stick. And uh, it's not something Nintendo made itself. Nope. It's not Nintendo, even though Nintendo was involved in put, putting out some of the earliest analog sticks and just to, like to get really defining here an analog stick is, is a versus digital stick. Digital stick is just up, down, left, right. That's all it knows. And it might know that the positions between those, so eight directions. But analog stick knows basically wherever your thumb is placed, it knows uh, where it is. And so you can go around like a full 360 degrees. And there's not even really like a degree of like, oh, it knows, you know, like 720 inputs. That's on the computer to know. All that the the controller knows is, is, uh, is, is you're basically, um, do you want me to go into it? Yes. Well. Okay. So there's a little. <laughs> We've come this far. If you take the joystick off. It, it, there's a little rocker under it and the rocker uh, allows it to rock in three way or in, in every way, but there's only two things that measure where your position is. It's a Y axis and an X axis. And there's a little uh, metal strip on either side and it rocks in that strip, like a little uh, cradle in two different directions. And so when you're going up or down, it knows how far you are towards up and how far you are towards down. And then it knows how far you are left, how far you are right. And by that, you get a perfect XY grid of precisions. You can see exactly where the stick is. But the really important thing there, and a system has not done this before, I believe it was the Jaguar, is that it has to have a center position. Because if you it, the drift is going to be caused by if, if uh, you know, positionally, it never comes back to the center. If it stays a little bit off, right? And there's parts in that that are making it, that that can wear and that make it so like the rocking area the rocking area might just wear away a little bit where it's touching um, the contact below it. And so like, I think that's like one of the theories on what drift is. And also if gunk gets in there, there's all these things you can do to clean it and stuff like that. So everything I've been seeing about this is about how there's physical problems with the connection. Like there's gunk in there or there's wear. But I always assumed it was actually like between your controller and the TV. Like I just assumed that that's what it was. So like I, that assumption well, nobody knows what it is for sure, but it seems like my assumption was wrong on that. And that's what you were talking about. The stuck button thing like that. I'm pretty sure is just attributable to TV stuff. We, and you were touching on this a second ago, like a controller or a console or anything that you ever buy can be made of a mixture of like bespoke parts that are custom and only mm-hmm. in that machine or, you know, they're off the shelf parts. And it sounds like the actual joysticks themselves and maybe even like the full commercial rocker underneath, like, you know, I don't it's know. The whole component it. is all in one. It's, yeah. a, it's a square with this joystick on top and of so it. They and bought, you can take you know, that, you can take it out and buy a stock part and yeah. put it back in to fix your Joy-Con. They like, found that's some, how you would do it. You know, they partnered with some Chinese manufacturer or, you know, maybe in other territories to just say, you know, hey, we need 16 million of these things. And then this process by which all these parts get sourced and put together and turn into the Joy-Con that you know today. And mm-hmm. some parts of it are custom and some are not. So it's complicated. But Sam, you haven't had this problem with your personal switch? So again, like the problem that Tina outlined was the one that I've had. And I thought that that's what it was until this started really coming up. And so what people are talking about is the thing, now I picture it as, I think this has happened to everybody, where you uh, plug in your controller, but you've held your analog stick over a little bit. Hmm. Have you ever had that happen? So then like your character's just pulling to the left. You're like, what the heck? And then sometimes it tells you 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 need to like recenter your joysticks. It happens in games sometimes if it senses that, Mm -hmm. okay, it wasn't centered when you plugged in. Yeah. 
It so definitely sounds like it's a hardware idea. issue where those controllers are getting off center and unable to center themselves. Mm-hmm. Or it's but just since an it's added challenge in a game and it's a feature <laughs> and not a bug. It's hard mode. It's not. <laughs> hard mode. There's a, uh, there's, because it's a stock part that's different than your PlayStation or Xbox, like the explanation for that is that it's a stock part, but it's for a very small device yeah. because the Joy-Con has like, uh, you know, no space in it, right? It has all this other crap in it that, you know, we barely even use. There's, the there's definitely something like, it was a dull roar, like, hey, my Joy-Cons are drifting. Is that happening to you? And then suddenly it's exploded in consciousness. And like, mm-hmm. I think I, that's why I suspect that it's probably wear and tear base. Like after 200 hours, like, you know, who knows what the mark is, but like people's controllers are all wearing down all at once mm-hmm. at this point after the console's two and a half years Whereas old. the sync was instant because it had yeah. to do with like a, a, a faulty signal situation, which was just there from the start. But yeah. if it's wear and tear, then like this is totally what it is. And I, I hear you can like take it apart you know, spray this thing called radio contact cleaner, which fixes so many problems. It's the best spray, but uh, you can spray that in there, but it's still temporary because I think it's actually wearing away at the potentiometer, which is a variable resistor, which means that, uh, well, and Nintendo, like they're fixed. They're going to start fixing this stuff for free. It sounds like like the situation's evolving in real time and may even change before this episode comes out. Like it'll probably be like, Hey, look, we acknowledge that there's a problem here and you know, we're going to do right by our customers. Well, like, I hope that's the outcome. And it sounds like that's the direction. That's we're effectively headed. where it's at. Yeah. Actually our news writer who covered that story, he himself had Joy-Con drift issues. Uh, so he kind of like, uh, inherently confirmed because he called them up and they were like, yeah, we'll do it for free. And anybody who calls, we're doing it for free. Mm. There's a little bit of like, not, not so much clarity in terms of other regions, but at least if you're in America, that's confirmed. Well, and the class actions, uh, came about because it used to be, you know, it was a paid repair. Um, mm-hmm. and then it was like, well, wait, if this is an issue that you were aware of or potentially aware of, or like you introduced through your manufacturing process and you're making us pay to repair it, it's not even something that I didn't break my joy con that mm-hmm. like, that's where you run into potential, you know, legal concerns. I think so. it was like a $40 repair fee too. Yeah. And if it's what we're talking about, we're like in the joystick itself, there's where, and it's not, you know, holding up. And the Nintendo has means has means to go back to the manufacturer and say, mm-hmm. hey, you guys need to make it and they send us a bunch of free ones that are working. And then that means they can repair stuff for free at no cost to them. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that's the whole sequence of events that's happening. Yeah, I never, like my personal Joy-Con were always fine. And then I was at someone else's house where their Joy-Con were drifting horribly, like just this weekend that happened mm-hmm. to me. So. I mean, so that means that the house you're at, those are real gamers. Yeah, they play a lot more than you. Also, it's a, they have a seven-year-old, so it's like I don't know if he's harder on it. Mm. Or, I don't, you know, again, yeah. like we don't really know. Like it could just be, you know, coming from a certain plant during certain manufacturing dates. Like these Joy-Con are more susceptible to damage. Like we really just don't know. Yeah, you know, there's like a spring that, that brings it back to center. That's like that's the idea. It's just a it's a coiled like spring. Mm. And uh, I was thinking like, what was it in the Nintendo 64 that caused them to get so limp after like people playing like Mario Party for years or Mario yeah. Kart like using them so much? Like that was like the big symptom that. That would happen in that is it'd be like it would be centered but it'd be like super loose on there yeah i think it just wears the plastic around the spring i have not experienced drift with my joy cons however my right joy con just died on me when last week when i was in uh, san diego for comic-con actually oh yeah it's connected to the system the system doesn't recognize anything is connected when i take it off i try to sync it no lights flash doesn't do anything just died mm. my uh, the other like controller issue from this generation that I know a lot of people have experienced that is like less, less intrusive, but like the plastic on the PS4 controller uh, joysticks just comes off like mm-hmm. the rubber on the analog oh, sticks. Yeah. It just like, like wears it gets off. Eaten away. I yeah, felt yeah, that gets eaten away. in the office, but not with my personal ones. Yeah. yeah my personal ones are like, that sucks. Like that's yeah. like, it feels awful. I just, I think that's yeah. such a silly problem to have. Yeah. Uh, Laura also gave us a 20 questions suggestion, but I didn't pick it because it's a game I've never heard of. <laughs> she says she, she gave us the lost mind of Dr. Brain. Oh boy. 
I don't think we would have. I've never heard. Doctor should not have all lost mine. She said my my <laughs> parents concerning, and we should play it promptly. She said my parents never bought me a console growing up. Uh, I played PC games as a kid. A lot of them were supposed to be educational. I remember loving this particular game, but I don't know if it's too obscure for the Scoop Crew. It is. Aww. It is. But good title though. But lost I'll look mind. up the video of it. It's Lost cool. Mind of Doctor Brain. Yeah. I played Zumbinis in uh, middle school as my educational game. What you guys type, know that one? What type yeah, of education? It's a Mac game. game. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know Zumbinis. what it was teaching you. I guess teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, what, you played it with other people? Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> teamwork because you have like you have your crew of Zumbinis and you have to pick the right combination because they all have hmm. different skills. Yeah. So like Define Zumbini. I, I guess it's more about strategy. Edit. They're like these little squats. It's a limiting. Dude, it is wild. It actually kind of is. I was yeah. just watching a YouTube video that name dropped Zumbinis. Zumbinis, really? Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's that in Oregon Trail, right? And we had a game called Number Munchers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Number. Yeah. Yeah. Number crunchers. Yep. Number munchers. And it was like you did basic math. Loved it. Well, you moved up ladders and stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was not great. <laughs> that one is Alien Three. Cool. Do you think if we layered your last couple of copy reads over each other, they would be like exactly the same? Yeah, like a doubled up vocal, like yeah. which professional, you can of course, It'd be a chorus effect. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> Uh, this is Jason from Detroit. Cool. Says, love the show. I get really excited each week to tune in. Oh, 20 questions part is my favorite. I rarely can even guess the game. My question is, what is your favorite type of video game weapon? Not a specific one, but a broad group from guns to rocket launchers, swords Mm. to bows, even the uh, absurd to the magical, regardless of the game, what is the weapon type you keep coming back to? Mm. Oh, it's so dependent on the game. That feels Mm. unfair. Unfair. It's yeah. just a question. Well, <laughs> you were just talking about how you like stealth games, right? So it's like yeah. if you get to so choose like that wires class, and coins like and no, no. I mean, you don't need a weapon. Coins. Game. I, yeah, because you throw it to distract them. Obviously. Uh, yeah. I really like bows. <laughs> bows. Yeah. I like bows. That's I love good. bows. A good bow in a game. Like I love the torque bow in Gears of War. But like I specifically like, crossbows. <clears throat> yeah, I like that they're usually mm. silent. And um, yep. it's a video gamey tropey thing, but they're often like one hit kill weapons, which is very satisfying as well. Mm-hmm. I usually, yeah, one hit kill weapons are great. Um, I like weight, ranged weapons in general too. Yep. So Me I guess too. if it's anything kind of magical, based. sniper rifle is good. Snipe, I love like sniping. Yeah, that's more like the stealth a, shooter thing. Do you know anybody that likes good, do using the melee builds and goes going in with melee? Uh, oh, if yeah, it's I the energy like sword, I'm hands down. Yeah, because <laughs> that's another one hit kill. I like, I like melee as well, but yeah. you know, it's not like in Skyrim, you'd be the barbarian or whatever. I'm always a I'm always a bow guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. no. It's got to be the it's got to be the OP kind of melee weapon, but it's so satisfying when you manage to sneak up onto someone and get mm-hmm. them unsuspectingly. So that part is really nice. That's a good thing about stealth games is that you can actually do super range, and then you have the stealth like instant kill. More like that combination face. gets me. Yeah, that's what I really really like. In zombie games, I really like shotguns. Obviously, yeah, lots right? of splatter. Yeah. Well, it's just, it makes me feel more secure. <laughs> I would love for a game to be single player so it doesn't break everything, but like to break those conventions of like, well, a shotgun has limited range, but it's really powerful at close range. And a also long range re- shotgun? And it reloads, reloads slowly. You know, it's like, well, what if you just like <laughs> didn't have those things? I think Borderlands does stuff like that because their guns are so like that's crazy. Not, I don't, that's yeah. based yeah. off real life though. Like that's oh, Of how, course. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think uh, Sam's saying it could be fun aren't. to break <laughs> <Sure>. rules. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be fun to break those rules or like, you know, it, it, I don't know. I well, Borderlands of, has all the stuff where it's like an elemental effects are pretty cool because mm-hmm. then you have the additional um, damage that's accruing after you've hit somebody. Mm-hmm. I like the one hit kill with limited ammo, like in Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, you have like a Magnum and it's the best weapon, but you have to save. Like you get like nine bullets the whole game, you know? And it's like, if you get the headshot, it's great. But if you miss and you're like, I'm going to reload my save, yeah. it's so bad wasting it. Well, one of the best experiences is like the Golden Gun and Golden Eye. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
rampaging through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one hit kills. Everything that's one hit kill, but that's close range. But for me, definitive, best weapon in any video game, no matter what, is a grappling hook. How do you use it as a weapon? Uh, in Bionic Commando, you just knock people off the edge. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's true. That I just, of- it, it serves so many purposes. It can, it can mess people up. It can block bullets, and you can swing with it. What I never go with are the heavy weapons. Like in, a, in an RPG like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I never use the, like, the big Yeah, I like clubs. Well, I, like the heavy, like, I like heavy machine guns in Call of Duty. You know, they fire like 180 bullets, but they have to be reloaded. And yeah. just, like the, you're talking about like the gravity hammer slower. in Halo? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I, I don't, like I don't know Halo weapons either. very well. So. Mm-hmm. What, 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 which the, one? The gravity hammer. Oh, well, if it makes you, if it kind of over encumbers you where you're yeah, walking I don't be, slower, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. And I don't want to take forever to reload either. Yeah. I'd rather sacrifice like my fast. I don't want a really long animation swing animation yeah. either. It needs to be swift. Yeah. That's why the energy sword is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the energy sword. So satisfying. I don't like, I kind of actually don't like video game shotguns because I don't like the ambiguity of, you know, their damage usually falls off a cliff at range, but then mm-hmm. it's like, you don't know how every game has different rules about like, if they're across the room, can I kill them? Or like how close Depends on the shotgun. You got to know your shotgun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> know your I shotgun. Plus, yeah. And you, the, the whole point is that you have like the pistol or whatever is your secondary. Yeah. So you, for, for further range, yeah. I just, I don't like, I knowing, do love sniper rifles. So obviously they work at range, but like everybody has different rules about what means at range. And then that bothers me. I don't like rocket launchers, grenade launchers, grenades in general. Big fan fire at people's feet. Mm, it's great. Yeah. You can rocket jump. It depends. You might Sometimes. kill yourself. <laughs> They're never like effective in games, but I remember the first time I played this, I loved it, but the rockets that you could shoot, but then you get to control them. Yeah. Like when mm. you go into first person, with yeah. Them. Yeah. like it's I think great. the first time I played that was in shadows of the empire, a star Wars game. And like that blew my mind mm. because you could like look at the whole level and like, kind of like see it. From I always feel vulnerable when that happens. Oh yeah. You're totally vulnerable. It's like not, that. it's not a good idea. It's just like a, such a good <laughs> video a novel game idea. idea. I like, uh, if I ever have an option in a game, I like placing turrets. That was, always, was good. always Symmetra and Overwatch oh, yeah, those and Torbjorn. And like, I like trying to hide, like, you know, to try to, first of all, I'm like not that skilled. So it's like, I can just <laughs> place a turret, but like there is a skill to like putting it in a sneaky spot and like a spot where the turret's going to get the enemy before it, you know, knows where they're the being shot from. Gun in, I was uh, just going to say mm. the laptop Love gun. Love it so much. Perfect it would dark. stick to things. Yeah. Yep. You can just throw it on the wall and if people run by, it's going to shoot mm-hmm. Proximity Ultra mines. Wires. Yeah. Oh. I like drones because they make you feel like you have a little companion. Yeah, they follow yeah. you around and they're cute and small. I didn't, I didn't play that, that much Division Two, but I love the my little drone bud. My little drone bud in Division Two. That's exactly what I was thinking. What's a, an option? That's what it's called in a shooter. Yeah, in like a in, in like great. Yeah. yeah. Um. Here's a fun thing. Did you know that in China they have Contra Pringles? Whoa. Are they the same flavor? Well, I, I can't tell what like flavor a, they are. They're Contra flavored, but they have our two main guys uh, from them for flavor from Contra <laughs> on the label. Should they just, look like the original the color wrapping. It's just a fun fact that I learned recently. Is that a green one? Because that would be like the sour cream and onion. It's at yeah. an angle. We'll see if it works. Yeah. They announced that new Contra at E3. Um, you, you think this is definitely a Chinese? Uh, Chinese? Yes. Well, Google Translate has that app where you just yeah, that's what I'm going to use it. it right now. That's what Sam's trying to use. Um, and I, I would say just ba- our audience didn't show a lot of interest in the new Contra game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe the real Contra audience is in China. I don't know. I think what, you can get that big one right there. Yeah. What for the listeners at home? Sam is using Google Translate to try and translate the label of the Contra Pringles, but we really need to know what flavor it is. It's not. He's not. No. The app. The app is not, not I think the angle is a little a little too oblique. Yeah. But Google Translate is generally really fun to use, and I've been using it a lot recently. <laughs> and that brings us 
to video game 20 questions. The adventures of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Our suggestion this week comes from <laughs> Josh in Tampa. He says, hey, Damon and the Damonettes. Oh, Love the show. Uh, I'll I, take it. He says, I think a good first question in 20 questions would be, has the main character ever appeared in a mashup game? And by mashup game, do you think he means like Smash Brothers? Smash Brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that's Park just, or whatever. That's just Josh from Are Tampa's. You, you got to turn that music down. Suggestion. Why does Bayou Billy sound like sirens? Man, I think that's the intention. <laughs> what? This doesn't elicit, this doesn't create images of a bayou in my mind. I don't know. Oh, there's a lot of crime in the bayou. All right, I faded it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Josh from Tampa says, "Let the questioning begin." Uh, does your character ever appear in a mashup game? Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Because oh. <laughs> if the answer was no, I was going to be very angry with Josh. <laughs> so it's a Super Smash Bros. Huh? Well, yeah, or um, or probably, yeah. Yeah. I have to look up something real quick, and it's not for this. <laughs> it's not for this. Okay, it's the good. Adventures of Bayou Billy's name in, J- in Japan. What it's called it? Mad City. Whoa. <laughs> and that explains Okay, the, well, that, uh, sounds, that sounds more like music from a mad city. Mad City, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Did you, you hear this, the question? Yeah, yeah. Is this from before 2000? Yes. What? There's what? not a lot of ensemble mashup games uh, before 2000. Yeah, no, but the, the, the game, the character appears in a mashup game like later. Oh. Oh. I guess I didn't Not in question. this title? <laughs> no, no. Uh, that's not how I took so it. So just generally speaking in the universe. Justin was ask, asking if this character has appeared in a mashup game. Oh, okay. The character so it's that not stars in the game, game that this game oh, is. Okay. Yeah, I thought this was just going to be a I thought it was just going to be I'm like, okay, yeah. we'll get in three questions. <laughs> um, is there multiplayer? No. Does this? So it's not a Smash game. <laughs> Does this game star a Nintendo character? Yes. Okay. Um, is, is this game... Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, I mean, like, we need a no console, right? Is this game like, the first in its series? No. That's five. And it definitely would be part of a series, so let's not even ask that question. Um, what do we know so far? It's before 2000. It stars a Nintendo character. Yeah. So we're almost there. And it's like some mid-game in a long series. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's before, the second one before 2000s. Yeah. <clears throat> um, wait, 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 not multiplayer. Is there platforming? Is there platforming? Yes. Okay. Is this game star Mario? Yes. Uh, was right? this, is this a 16-bit game? No. Okay, so... Why did you think about that so long? <laughs> could it could be on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah, no one knows. Like, bits stopped mattering around then. Is this a handheld game? Yes. <gasps> could be new Super Mario Brothers. Damon's yes. tell worked. <laughs> yeah. What tell? Well, he paused to oh, whether it's 16-bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he said no. Oh, I see, I see. So, but it stars specifically Mario, so it's not like Super Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. I bet it'll be like a tricky game, because it'd be too easy if it's I think it's probably Yoshi's Island DS. Yeah, which is called like Super Mario Advance 3 or whatever. And then we have to get the whole title right, and the Damon would be like, actually, it's not <sighs> Super Mario Advance 2. <laughs> That's Super Mario Brothers 3. But it stars Mario. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. What would, and actually, that's a good point. Does Yoshi's Island star Mario? Yeah. Well, I don't know about DS, but I'm no. It stars Baby Mario. Baby Mario is a different character. <laughs> Baby Mario that's, is Mario. No, it's not. No, Baby Mario is a yeah. different character. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. <laughs> they coexist. Uh, so, what what games do we think it could be? I'm trying to think. What other question? No, wait a second. I want to go back to this Baby Mario. <laughs> Baby thing. Mario. You just ask the question then. So, does that mean I'm going to let Tina take this? one. What's the implication that what? So Yoshi met. Baby Mario, and then later in life met a grown-up Mario, <laughs> and was never like, "Yo, mm-hmm. 
You're the same Mario. But it's not. Yeah, it's not the same Mario. Mm. There's no. Mm. Well, let's table that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> is, this, so. uh, is this is this uh, a Game Boy Advance game? No. That's Ooh. Is this a DS game? No, 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 no. That was not out before 2000. It's got to be a DS game. It's a handheld game. It's a Game Boy Please. game. When did the DS come out? You're probably right. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. You probably just saved us from a dumb question. Was this an OG Game Boy game? Yes. So that was a dumb question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now Thank we just you. have a you confirmed. No, I didn't save us. You just burned a question. We're doing just great. It's clearly <laughs> Mario Land. <laughs> Uh, what game boy game <laughs> it can't be Mario Land because that's the first in the series. No, but I wouldn't count that. Okay, well, it could be oh, Super true. Mario it's Land. It's probably three. Mario Land 1, 2, or 3. What, if it's, cert- what if it's Wario Land? It stars Mario. Game okay. stars Mario. All right. Okay. I don't know what question to ask now. Uh, can you turn into a bunny in this game? <laughs> I don't know which Mario Land game. Neither does Damon, clearly, <laughs> by the eyebrow raise I just got. Um, is this uh, uh, a game uh, that takes place in a Super Mario Land? Do you want me to answer your previous question or you want to skip it? Oh, he knows it. You think you know it? I know that I know it. <laughs> well, I want to rephrase it then. Can you wear bunny ears in this game? No. Okay. That would be Super Mario Land 2. The six golden coins. So Super Mario Land, it's, I don't know those games very well either. Is one the one that takes place on Earth or a version of Earth? Why are what? you looking at me like that? I don't know. I thought they all take games. place in some magical Mario Land. <laughs> no, 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 no. One of the Mario Land games has you going through like Egypt. It literally is called Mario Land. No. That's where it takes place. <laughs> I don't know the games that well. I know one of the three Mario Lands is in a version of Earth where you're going through Egypt and you're going through like New York and places like that. And the ask others it. are more in like a recognizable version yeah, of what you would consider the mushroom. Real world, uh, yeah, ask if there are real, real world. I still wouldn't settings. call those real world. Which, which is the one where you're piloting the airplane? That's is Mario Land. It, do you pilot an airplane in this game? No. Okay. So, so it's got to be Mario Land 3. There's so many Mario games that this could be... What's, but it has platforming. Wait, is, is Super Mario Land 3 the first one with Wario? 2 is. I thought oh. 3 was. Really? But it's, 2's the one with the golden coins. 3 you coins. play as Wario. Do you... The whole game? Mm-hmm. I don't understand where that, that leaves us. I think Damon... Did we say that Mario is the, the lead character in this? We yes. said it stars Mario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We made some but, kind of... But it stars Mario as like the villain, maybe. So hold on. We made some kind of mistake here, I think. Is there another Game Boy game where it's a platformer that stars Mario that is, uh, could be Donkey Kong 94? Mm-hmm. That could be it. Does this game heavily feature Donkey Kong? Yes. Uh, <laughs> is it Donkey <laughs> Kong for Game Boy? Wait. That's what they call it. Now we call it Donkey Kong The game 94. is technically is that only true? Called just Donkey called Donkey Kong. Kong. Yeah. Then yes, that is the Woo! game. Nice. Donkey you Kong 94. <laughs> does, does Donkey Kong 94 take place on Earth? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just definitively. <laughs> you do uh, visit places like New York and stuff yeah, in that game. It does. I, yeah. I think that one's even more explicit. I think each set of stages is like a city. Yeah, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Does Sim Earth take place on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> I played Sim Earth um, when I was a kid, and instead of it being like mammals and apes that rose to sentience, it was lizards. And so my whole planet was like a city of lizard people that had civilization. And it's stuff. a shitty planet, man. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> Well, nicely job. Donkey Kong 94 or just Donkey Kong for Game Boy, as I guess it was called back then, is one of my, I would say probably in my top 10. Yeah, of all same. Time. Yeah. Gigantic fan Incredible. of that Incredible. That was the first time I was a young kid. The internet was still like this weird and scary place. That's the very first thing I can ever remember buying online on like eBay. Hmm. You bought that game? Yeah, because like you wow. could like digital, like, you know, I really, really loved it. I wanted to have a copy of my own. And that was like my only option was like track down some cart on the internet and buy it. I got mom's permission. Wow. It was a whole thing. 
still, it's so playable, so fun, even today. We'll get a Super Game Boy, and we can play it on the TV yeah. on our desk. Sure. Well, it's so good. And it's very yeah. accessible. It's a whole genre of like puzzle platformers. I love the uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong series, too. Yep. Um, we actually still have a little bit of time, which I'm glad, because I wanted to do another little activity here. I recently became aware of a, a group on Reddit called... And I want to preface this by saying this is not as dirty as it sounds. Mm-hmm. It's called Tip of My Joystick. Mm-hmm. And it's a place where when people can't remember the name of the game they played, mm-hmm. they'll come there and describe it and yeah. the community will help them identify the game. Yeah, once it's got, on the tip of my tongue is the pun yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. something gross. <laughs> uh, but one caught my eye this week that I wanted to try on you guys. So it's an NES game. Let's try to figure out this game. Magic themed. Mm-hmm. It's a 2D platformer. There was a mage as a character. Mm-hmm. You're exploring some kind of castle. Myland Seeker Castle. No. That's a really good guess. The characters were small and square size. It's like, fucking Myland Seeker Castle. Not that. <laughs> like Mario on NES when he's short. There are multiple playable characters, very difficult, had collectible weapons, and a magic, uh, magic and possibly shops. Oh, multiple. Gauntlet? It sounds like Wizards and Warriors 3, but that, the character is much bigger than that. Because hmm. that one has the more explorable no. stuff. It's a game I'm aware of that I rented, but it's not like a super popular NES <clears throat> Uh, I'm thinking like the Lolos and stuff like that. The, 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 the fantasy setting should be a dead giveaway. Mm. I, I think remember, you and I looked at a video of this game recently. And I remember. I wasn't wondering, is it wizardry? No, but no. it has wizard in the title. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the multiple play, playable characters. That's the real giveaway. Multi-wizard? <laughs> it's Legacy of the Wizard. Legacy of the Wizard, okay. Yeah. I, I think I looked this up with you kind of yeah, recently, so. and we were like, oh, that's what Legacy of the Wizard is? Because I've seen the box a million times. There's like a whole family, a mom and dad and some kids and maybe a grandma or something, and you can take each one of them down into this castle, and they each have different abilities, and you can choose whoever you want to play at. I really love There's a bunch of subreddits like that. There's another one for like old TV shows, and yeah. it's great because it's like, the stuff that people remember, someone's like, nah, I think there was a basement in their house and yeah. like their dog could talk. I don't know. And then like the it's first this. reply is always like, it's this. Well, if anyone knows, the internet knows. Yeah. Another right. good uh, gaming subreddit is gaming details. It's also like really cool mm-hmm. um, little like uh, very nuanced things that they did uh, in like the background that you might yeah. not have noticed that relates to the main plot or it foreshadows this other yeah. crazy thing. There's a, a fun one. Like the, there's a movie details subreddit yep. that's like really popular. And then I love seeing that stuff sort of percolate yeah. out into video yeah. games. Yeah. And fun little Snapple facts. I'm going to yeah. check out both yeah. of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game was definitely my own secret castle. <laughs> <laughs> Triple down on that. It was the runner up. <laughs> we'll have to go and correct that post then. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, well, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, thank Tina. You. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.